It's you having time to be present in whatever it is that you're doing. And I've been reading, reading a lot of Eckhart Tolle. And one of the things that I've learned from him is that the enemy of presence is either the past or the future. You're either um, dwelling on something that just happened or something that happened years ago, or you're projecting into the future and you're missing out on the moment that you have right now. And so what yoga does is it kind of brings your breath to right now. Focus on your breath to see what's going on at the moment. And then we just kind of link the movement into it. So you are in your own body. You're not thinking about your to-do list afterwards or the thing that just happened 20 minutes ago. You're, you're bridging those two together. Well, hey, y'all, I'm, I'm back, and today I'm actually not talking as much about business. Y'all will probably, by the time you get this episode, see that I am just veering on different things that I'm naturally curious about, and, and one of those things is, you know, mental and physical well-being. A lot of, you know, if you're a super-driven person like I am, and you go, 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 you tend to maybe sometimes neglect mental and, and, and physical health. You know, luckily I uh, eat okay and, and, and work out um, as often as I can with my Fitbit. But um, along with meditation, I've also been curious about yoga, but uh, I don't know anything about it. And so I have a uh, family friend, um, Crystal Holmes, who is a yoga expert extraordinaire. Uh, <laughs> She's going to talk to us about yoga and the benefits and how she got into it. So thanks for coming on, Crystal. Thank you, Philip. I'm super honored to be here. So, so like, um, you know, we've, we've known um, you and um, Leland for not, not that long, maybe like four or five years. Yeah. Um, but I, have, have, you, have you liked yoga the whole time? So I honestly didn't start getting into yoga up until about maybe about four or five years ago. Maybe when I met you, I was probably just getting into it. Um, and, you know, just like you said, sometimes we're on the go so much that we kind of neglect our mental health and, and our emotional health. And so that's really what triggered me getting into yoga was that I had a super demanding job at the time. Um, I had a long commute. I had all my adult responsibilities. My kids were younger at the time. So they required a lot of attention. And um, I think I was just kind of missing my, my me time a little bit. And so um, I regularly work out. So I really took care of the physical part of that, but I was still missing the mental and the emotional part of it. And, you know, when you're on the go a lot, sometimes you neglect um, either two things, one yourself or your family. And I was kind of doing a little bit of both because um, because I didn't have the time for myself, I was snapping at my family because of it. And so I, in probably the beginning of 2000, probably 16, I made um, kind of a vow to myself that I would be more intentional about um, my self-care. And I know self-care is super overused this, these days, but it was real for me at the time was that I needed, I needed more mental health time to myself and more emotional 
um, time to myself that I wasn't getting before. And so because I was already working out, the physical was taken care of. My mental health, I, I love to read. So if I have any free time, you'll find me somewhere with a book. And I hadn't been doing that. And so I really made intentional time, whether it's on my lunch break or before I go to bed to read. So I was taking care of the mental part of it. The emotional part, I was I started journaling and really just writing down my feelings and, and those kind of things. And that helped. And so um, I was feeling pretty good about myself. And I was like, I wonder what else is out there. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And so I signed up for a yoga class. And kind of the rest is history. I, it kind of bridged all three of those things, the physical, the mental and the emotional part of it. Because when you're in yoga, I know, you know, you see the things on Instagram and the, the really challenging poses, but it's more than that. It's really a connection to breath and movement. And really, when you slow down your breath, um, and that's kind of in the, the meditative state as well, you're, you're decreasing the stress, cortisol, the stress hormone, which is cortisol, and that really kind of brings you into the relaxation, and that really decreases your stress and your anxiety. So, um, yeah, so it wasn't until, so I've been doing yoga continuously for about the past three years. And then last summer, I decided I wanted to go a little bit deeper. And I did the yoga teacher training out of a studio in Flower Mount called Urban Vibe. And uh, I went through yoga teacher training and uh, now I'm teaching yoga. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so it sounds like I'm going down the right path. Then, you're, right? You're, you're on the right path, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> So, so let's, let's, let's dig a little deeper into yoga because um, what I don't really understand about it until you, I mean, you kind of just opened my eyes on the connection between the breath and movement. So it's, it, it is kind of like a mix between, you know, meditation and, and physical activity. Absolutely. Yes. So um, you'll find that when you attend any yoga class, that they'll always start out with um, breath, breath work, which is, okay, let's focus on your breath. Let's slow it down. Because we're on the go so much, if you find yourself, if, if you notice your breath throughout the day, you are like fast breathing, right? Because you're trying to get from one, from point A to point B. But when you actually slow it down and pay attention to it, um, it's meditation. It's, it's, it's you having time to be present in whatever it is that you're doing. And I've been reading, reading a lot of Eckhart Tolle. And one of the things that I've learned from him is that the enemy of presence is either the past or the future. You're either um, dwelling on something that just happened or something that happened years ago, or you're projecting into the future and you're missing out on the moment that you have right now. And so what yoga does is it kind of brings your breath to right now, focus on your breath to see what's going on at the moment. And then we just kind of link the movement into it. So you are in your own body. You're not thinking about your to-do list afterwards or the thing that just happened 20 minutes ago. You're, you're bridging those two together. How, how long did it take you? Cause my, my apprehension on yoga <laughs> has always been, I'm so impatient, right? So how long yeah. did it take you to like slow your brain down? I've, I've, <laughs> you know, I, I prefaced it with me and my eight year old, like four times a night, four times a week, we'll do a, three minute, you know, headspace meditation uh -huh. I got with me. And that seems like eternity. So I was like, I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> this is too long. And you know what, I, I have the same problem. I have a constant running mind. And so um, it's kind of sometimes hard 
to, I think the, the misconception is that you're supposed to just um, stop thinking. And that's impossible because you're always going to be thinking. I think the, the key is to let your thoughts, kind of like clouds, like if you look up in the sky and you see the clouds, each cloud is a thought. So instead of, um, uh, instead of just having your mind racing, look at each cloud as a thought and let it, let it just kind of pass by. So there's your to-do list for tomorrow. Be the watcher of, the, of that cloud and just kind of watch it pass by because it's impossible to stop thinking. And that's kind of how I do it. I kind of look at it as like, I don't do the clouds, I do the fish tank. So you have a fish tank and each fish is a thought. And I let that, I just watch the thoughts kind of move around in my head and that's it. That's kind of bringing you to where you are right now because you'll realize that that thought, you can handle that later. That's going to be a passing thought, but let's just focus on right now. So it, it took a little bit of time because my mind is always racing. But once I really focus on, on that, um, five minutes will turn into 15, 15 will turn into an hour. And before you know it, you, you've gone a whole hour with meditation. Oh, wow. And, and does, that, does that carry on like throughout the day? Have you found that now when you're going fast throughout the day, you're able to, you know, better? Absolutely. You know, I used to be super impatient. I used to have a very long commute. And so I would get really impatient in, in traffic. And it's funny now because now I actually not, in, I don't enjoy traffic, but mm -hmm. I can tolerate it more because it's like, you know, what else are you going to do? I mean, that's this car next to you is not going to move the car in front of you. He's not going to move. It kind of brings you into a moment of what, what moment matters right now is that I'm here with my thoughts and, and we're just going to let them, let them naturally do what they're doing. And that's it. I mean, there's, I created some patience just from um, being present and just not letting those thoughts overtake everything. And I think that's kind of where people who are not used to be this person who used to snap at people or um, be super impatient is because you just, you have so many thoughts in your mind. You, you want to be able to, I don't know, think through each thought, which is impossible because you have so many of them. And so when you just think of them as clouds, they're going to pass by, they're going to come and go, it'll come back around or it makes things a little bit easier. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I wonder, yeah. I wonder and, and, and I know this is, this is totally, this is totally a joke. But for real, I think I think a big part of it too that made me interested was like having a three-year-old in the house again. <laughs> my lord. Like when, when Tate, my oldest was like four and we were trying for the second one and we saw how easy it was. We were like, oh man, maybe we shouldn't. And by that by the time we thought about it, it was too late. Bubba was on the <laughs> it was already on the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but no, it, I heard I heard it still it still stays difficult. But no, I, and I really believe there's a correlation between, you know, this this mental health crisis and people relying on drugs um, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and not taking care of our brain. Right. And, and, I'm, and right. I'm, I'm I'm serious with me because I'm I'm a hard driver. Like I'm always thinking about like making money mm -hmm. like it's, it's hard. It's hard to shut off on the weekend. And so that's really why I'm taking serious, starting to meditate and, and even considering doing yoga. One other thing on yoga too that I wanted to ask is it's, it's, um, it's more demanding on the, the body than what I, what I thought too. Cause I did the, the P90X, you know, yoga thing. Oh yeah. Like, man, this is difficult. <laughs> you know, as, you know, as a man, we think I want a man workout. Oh, this, this is easy. Like, right. <laughs> so sore for like days afterwards. You know, what's so funny is that Leland, he, he typically, when he was working out, he didn't stretch. And, um, 
I told him, I was like, you, you know, you're so stiff and, and you're sore after you work out so much is because you don't stretch your, you don't stretch your muscles. You don't stretch your joints out. And so um, when I started going into yoga teacher training, it was required that we teach, um, we practice teaching. And so I would sit with him and I would, you know, walk him through all these different poses and these kind of things. And I think for most men, I don't know what they think. And it's like super easy. Like, Oh, I can, yeah, I stretch all the time. I'm, you know, you're just, <laughs> and you're really not. So when I started putting you in these poses, he was like, Oh my goodness, it's, it's hard. And it's not. Um, and what it is, is that, you know, especially for those who are super active, even if you're not active, you are stretching muscles that you probably have forgotten about years ago that probably have never been stretched. And so now all of a sudden you're, you're in these poses and you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> and why is it so difficult? And why is it, it's not supposed to hurt. It'll make you a little bit uncomfortable, but it's not supposed to hurt. But, but yeah, it's, it's challenging. And, and even when you go through a, a yoga, a, a relaxing yoga class, sometimes stretching your muscles and something that hasn't been stretched for a really long time, you get a little bit sore. You get a little bit sore from opening that up. But the more that you do it, the easier that it gets, I guarantee Okay. Okay. So what, so what would you recommend? Like somebody, somebody starting out, obviously you want to take a class, but if you're, if you're saying, Hey, I just, I just want to get started. Like how often would you recommend somebody, you know, practicing for how long? Yeah, I recommend um, every day, even if it's a, a whole five minutes of you getting down after you got out of bed and doing a forward fold or stretching your arms. And, and people probably don't even know that they're naturally already doing a lot of stretches that's in yoga already. When you get out of bed and you're stretching your arms up over your head, that, that's a move that they do in yoga because it's, it's kind of waking your body up a little bit, right? So when you're, you're tired, what do you do? You stretch your, your, your arms up all the way and you do a little back bend to kind of open up the muscles in your back. And that's the same thing that we do in yoga. So I would recommend, and there are a ton of videos on YouTube, the free, 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 free on YouTube, where you could just um, have these teachers teach you how to do a morning routine where you're just getting out of bed, you get on your floor, you stretch for 15 minutes just to start out, and then gradually increase it every time. And you know, if you feel comfortable to go to a class, go to a class. And most classes offer beginner um, level uh, postures so that you're not um, hurting yourself. Um, and then, you know, you could go into more advanced courses as you go, but um, just look on YouTube, look on the internet. Um, they have tons of resources or uh, take a class of one of your local yoga studios. When are we going to get the Luminous Wellness YouTube channel? <sighs> it's coming. You know, I've been talking, it's, it's on my, it's on my aspiration list. It's, it's coming. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on your Instagram right now, Luminous underscore wellness. And I was like. I was like, as you were saying that, I was like, I'm looking for some free moves here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely want to do do something like that. I think it's um, me creating the the space and the time to do it. So I, it's definitely something that I, that's coming soon. Stay tuned. Stay t okay, we'll 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 do. What, what's <laughs> what's what's um, what what I'm trying to think through is I'm, I need to get all of my excuses out of my head. So why don't <laughs> I'm, I'm helping I'm helping you convince me. So I got rid of the. Um, you know, I understand the, the benefits. I, mm -hmm. I, I got to work through the, the, the being impatient. I do understand that it's uh, extremely hard. Now, um, I, I know y'all schedule is about as crazy as I am. Oh, yeah. How, how do you find time to do it? Like, when do you, when do you do it every day? Is it early morning? 
whenever. <laughs> different times, different times. I, I do dedicate about a good hour to um, physical fitness. So uh, outside of yoga, I do run. Um, when me and Leland are able to, we have bikes and we go cycle. And then I do weightlifting. But my regular schedule is usually I run about three to four miles a day. And then I'll do weightlifting um, three to four times out of the week. And so it's typically um, after I work out. Um, but sometimes I'll do it early in the morning, depending on how I feel. But, you know, even as a yoga, me being a yoga teacher, um, even just doing 15, sometimes I could only squeeze in 15 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes at night. And I, I don't feel like, I think people are intimidated sometimes by the fact that, oh, we have to do an hour. No, you don't have to do an hour of yoga to feel the benefits. You could do five minutes of yoga in the morning and five minutes before you go to bed and still feel the benefits of it. As long as you're doing it, um, even if you do it every day or every other day, just, you know, just doing it is a benefit because you're, you're moving your body in some kind of way. So don't be intimidated by, oh, I have to do, I have to dedicate a whole hour of my time to get down and stretch. No, not at all. Just okay. a few minutes. You sound, you sound like me. Like the number one question I get is, Philip, uh, how much should I start investing? And I'm like, like your spare change? Like it doesn't, point is just to get started. So now. Right, right. Just doing it. I was talking to one of my girlfriends the other day and she was like, I want to do a boot camp. But um, I just haven't done it. I was like, well, you know, you got to, but it's intimidating for some people to even start because they feel like you have to be in shape to go to the boot camp or you got to be in shape to go to the gym or you have to be flexible to do yoga. No, you have to start somewhere. Everybody, all yoga teachers, all those boot camp instructors, all those people started from somewhere and that was just from going. So mm -hmm. that's, you just got to start. Where, where do you, where do you host your class? I know, I know you've had a couple different classes. Yeah. So I teach at Crossroads uh, Christian Church right here for 360 on Saturdays, um, Saturday mornings at 7.15, nice and bright and early. And then <laughs> I'm instructor at LA Fitness. I sub, I used to have a standing class on Wednesday nights, but with, because of the kids schedule in there and they're all extracurricular activities, I kind of moved that around. And so I substitute for LA Fitness. And then I just did a workshop this past um, weekend with my neighbor, um, Anisha, who did the Relax, Release, and Renew, and I did the yoga portion of that. So um, I do private group yoga sessions or private sessions. You just have to just contact me, and, and I'm always open to, to doing that for people. Got it. That's, pre that's pretty good. And then you have, a, um, you have like a – and I'll, I'll link up your website because it's, it's all okay. on your website. Uh, so my website, stay tuned. <laughs> Another one of my stay tuned. I'm still working on it behind the scenes. And so um, it's not up yet, but it will be luminouswellness.com. So. Cool. No, exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, I know you're busy and, and I appreciate you sharing with me because I, I mean, I'm, I'm serious when I say, you, you know how like, and I actually, I don't really know, but I just read in the history. like. Mm -hmm. 40, 40 years ago, going to the gym was like not normal for society. Right. I, I believe 40 years from now, you know, it's going to be normal for like our kids and grandkids to go on their more morning, you know, meditation or yoga thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Listen, kids watch everything that you're doing. And so um, being me being a runner, my daughter, she wants to do runs as well. Um, she comes to some of my yoga classes when she has when, on her busy schedule when she has the time. And so I could 
see how our how that generation will be more into fitness and mindful eating and mindfulness just from watching um, watching us watching their parents do it. Yeah, yeah, no, you 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 are one hundred percent right. That's why I'm trying to get Malachi into into um, uh, and, and this is this is a total total side note. We we're doing, you know, we have in our family, um, you know some uncles and stuff that have substance abuse problems mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 you know, on, on my end, I even look at, and this, you might, you might laugh, but this is for real. Like I noticed, you know, I'll drink casually for fun. Right. Uh-huh. But whenever I have a kid under four years old, you know, I'll find myself having a glass during the week and I'm like, man, you know, with my, with my genetics, this isn't good. Right? <laughs> right. But, 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 but I can, but I can really so see how people end up um, taking it too far. Uh, because they don't have an outlet to release that stress and the, absolutely and the drugs is a shortcut that's why i'm like man i gotta get him at a young age and myself yeah yeah you gotta find out a way to to release some of that that pent-up stress or or whatever you got going on you have to have an outlet for that and and that's great that you recognize that and you know i want to make some active steps to changing that so that's awesome so so what are you what's one of your biggest challenges crystal my biggest challenges has been social media and being putting myself out there on social media. I'm a super private person. And so having my picture taken and doing videos and, and doing all that kind of stuff on social media was a source of anxiety for me um, because I'm not, I've never been on social media, even in the MySpace and when Facebook started, you know, came about, I was never on it. So this is my first time being on social media. And so, um, you know, really being vulnerable and putting my, my practice out there and what I do out there has been a challenge for me. But I'm slowly, slowly but surely, I'm coming around and I'm, I'm getting more comfortable doing it. So that's why when it came down to the YouTube videos, it was like, stay tuned. I just have to get, <laughs> I have to get that confidence to get there, <laughs> which is coming. So I think I've been on there for, for a little while now, and I think I'm, I'm comfortable doing it now. So that would be the next step. Yeah, no, de- definitely. Well, I definitely look forward to it. Yes. Okay. All right. Last five questions that I ask everyone. First, first question, and it doesn't have to be related to yoga or anything. It's just in general. If you can go back and talk to twenty-two-year-old Crystal, what would you tell her? <laughs> oh, twenty-two-year-old Crystal. Um, I would tell her that it's okay to not know what you want to do in life. Uh, 22 year old Crystal was a little bit confused and was really set on uh, having a plan set out and laid out for the next 20 years. And I would tell her, it's okay if you don't know what, what it is that you want to do. It's okay to not know. Okay. That's good. Um, Question number two is what, what are your top three favorite brands, right? And these can be, you know, don't have to be like a, you know, it doesn't have to be Louis Vuitton or whatever, but this is like grocery stores that you, you know, must shop at and you love to shop at or, you know, gas, it could be anything, but what are the three places where you spend money that you're happy to spend money there? Oh, Nike has all my money. Um, (laughs) Nike has (laughs) my money. Market Street has my money. And, oh, what would be another, another good one? Um, You know what, me and the kiddos, (laughs) this is going to be so wrong being that I'm a, I like fitness and stuff, but we like ice cream. Uh, I think we all, maybe minus Leland all have sweet tooth, have a sweet tooth. And so, um, Bar- not Barnes and Noble, what is the Baskin Robbins? 
Baskin Robbins. Baskin okay. Robbins. They have a lot of, quite a bit of my money. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, third question is where do you get your news and information? CNN. CNN. Okay. And what like, so this is, this is the entertainment question. So what do you, what do you watch for entertainment? And this is like, I'm looking for like specific shows or movies. <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell you it should <laughs> a little embarrassing. <laughs> um, you know what I really like, and I know this is going to be weird. For some reason, I love the 600 pound life and mm. I, I watch it religiously. Um, I don't know what it is about. And I think it's the correlation of um, maybe how, like we talked about earlier, how people um, when they have, things that they maybe haven't addressed in their life and they turn to a certain addiction and that's their addiction is food. And, and we watch it all the, all the new episodes, all the past episodes. We love that show. I love that show. Yeah. Kelly had me on that for a minute. Whenever, <laughs> whenever it comes out, she'll like pull me back in and she'll, you know, uh, is that sometimes first 48? I'm like, how are we watching these shows? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I used to watch first 48 and it would leave me tra a little paranoid. And so I stopped watching it because I'd be like, oh, something's going to happen because first, <laughs> first 48, this is what happened. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I know question five, you're going to have some good ones because you mentioned you're a big reader. So what are the top three books you've either read of all times or just recently you can do you know. recently. Um, so I just finished, I read two books by Eckhart Tolle. Um, one is the power of now and a new earth. And then um, let me see one other book that I am a favorite of is the seat of my soul, the seat of the soul by Gary Zubak. Um, that's a really good one. So those are my top three books. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks again. And, um, well, I will um, ask you to maybe come back on here uh, later on down the road. So I, want, I think I want to keep the mental health as a part of what we Absolutely. Talk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Thanks for coming.